This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. Say, 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 say. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, the main event. Let's get ready to scale Agile. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. Come on, Dad. You've been working really hard. You've been working out every day. You're so disciplined, Dad. Let's go, Dad. Go in the ring. Get him, Dad. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more. You get in there and you beat him to a pulp, Mom. Richard Hoonhausen takes us through how the Nexus does sprint review. Around the corner here, so we've got a, a the one the one place in here where scaled scrum is not the same as scrum is we don't have individual teams do individual sprint reviews. We have an overall sprint review called a Nexus sprint review, where the the entire Nexus, so all the scrum teams, uh, their product owner, scrum masters, and and whichever stakeholders are, are relevant to that sprint's goal, come to the review, and they inspect the done integrated work, not just hey, we're gonna go through the, the six PBIs that Team One did, but, but honestly, these PBIs probably roll up into bigger feature ideas. So we're gonna be inspecting these, these larger features that the Nexus delivered for that sprint um, and get feedback on it. And, and we've got techniques in there. I mean, that could be a big, long meeting in a big room. And if, if, you're, if you're watching a movie of features one through 10, and I, I'm there because I care about feature eight. Oh yeah. It's like, I don't really care about the first two acts of this movie, just get uh-huh. to my part. Uh-huh. So we recommend at scale, having some more sort of big room facilitation, like uh, Science Fair, or The Bazaar, where you could have stations around the, the, the sprint review room, mm. and the different stakeholders could go to the different sort of domain areas or personas, and, and, and see the work that they've been, been doing that way. So you're part of a team, you worked on some part of what a team delivered yep. that uh, you may be a little impatient mm-hmm. uh, about sitting in a room full of other people. Mm-hmm. Whether, the format is, you're, you're talking about having different formats to resolve that yeah, issue. Sure. And in some ways I kind of think that's a good issue to have though, because uh, if I'm disengaged with what my overall Nexus is delivering, there might be yep. some problem with that, and then maybe the problems with me, maybe the problems with Nexus, I don't know, but I'm just saying that that might well, also be a healthy uh, uh, way to figure out how to address that. It's true, and, and you can experiment <coughs> on that. If, if you wanna not do the diverge and merge approach and have more of a single point of, of feedback so that all the different Nexus teams can sort of cross-learn and see what, oh, I, you know, I've never actually seen what the Android app looks like. Right. So yeah, let's, let's put it up on the big screen. I was kind of speaking more from the point of view of the stakeholders. Oh, I see. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, that's always a We don't want to burn them out because then they might not show up next time. Right, and, no, that's a big problem actually. You know, and, a, and a product without stakeholder feedback is doomed, so. Yeah, yeah. So oh, at, um, we, we, we do recommend time boxes for all the events, but we don't ever suggest what they are. I see. Um, about the only thing we say is that the daily scrum should be no more than 15 minutes, but but these big room events, let the Nexus decide what the time box is. It might be that, that something's normally four hours for a two-week sprint has to be 14 hours because of distributed teams or multi-sites or whatever. 
Otherwise, just to wrap up here, around the corner uh, after the sprint review, we have a, the retrospective, but we, we break this down into uh, a pre-meeting. So just kind of like we have the, the Nexus Daily Scrum where representatives from the different teams get together to make transparent any integration issues from the last 24 hours, we have this pre-meeting at the Nexus Sprint Retrospective where representatives from the different Scrum teams make transparent what went well, what didn't go well, learnings from the whole sprint to share with the other teams. Oh, okay. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> team one may not have experienced the problems that team three had over the sprint. Hmm. And team two may not have experienced the successes that team four had over the sprint. Hmm. So we have this little pre-meeting and, 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 you know, it's conversational and you take notes. The, those, those outputs go into the individual scrum team's retrospectives. And that's just a normal one. It's right out of the scrum guide. Uh, it's for the scrum team only and they inspect and adapt the how, the, the process and look for improvements. And remember the new scrum guide, you've got to take at least one improvement back to your team for the next sprint. Okay. The difference with this big room event, uh, sorry, Nexus Sprint re uh, re retrospective event, is that we have a post meeting. So representatives from the individual scrum teams, maybe the same ones as the previous, come together at the end of the individual scrum team's retrospectives to make transparent those improvements or those experiments. I don't want to say that it's for the sake of accountability, right. but it's also just for bottom-up intelligence. Hey, look what we're learning, look what we're doing, look how we're applying it over on Team 2, and Team 3 is making notes of that in that post-meeting. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Let, let me uh, describe it quickly. So there's a box that says ne Nexus Sprint Re Retrospective, and it's a, it's a box with three sub-boxes, and on the farthest to the right is the Nexus Pre... Uh, a meeting that yeah, you're the, describing. The Nexus pre-meeting yeah, pre um, where the, the different representatives of the Scrum teams sort of make transparent to each other what went well, what didn't go well, uh, learnings from the sprint. And then there's a series of, think of a stack of sticky notes in the middle, which is where all the Scrum teams then have their own uh, Scrum uh, uh, retrospectives. Yeah. And then the end, there's another Nexus event that's like a post, some kind of... Post, post just so that the outputs of those individual Scrum teams' retrospectives can, can be brought back together and made transparent. So that we can we can we can share the, the learnings and the, the the outcomes of those discussions, and also I think I personally I think a bit about accountability. So hey, you know we got to tell Team Two that uh, in the next sprint our team is going to add its definition of done uh, test first when we're dealing with financial calculations. Oh, I see. Oh wow. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna remember this um, you know a month from now or two weeks from now, and I want to hear how that went. People who want to find more, out more about Nexus, I know you described it a little bit. Let's go ahead and hit, the, hit those points again. Um, where would they go? And also, since it's a podcast, it'll be around for years and years and years. Is there a cyclic, uh, like a yearly, annual event that, that they should keep an eye out for? Scrum.org is the home of professional Scrum, and this is where you'll find the Nexus guide. It's uh, Scrum.org's approach to scaling. It's very minimal. It's based on the Scrum framework. So if you go to scrum.org, uh, it should be loud and proud available from the homepage. If you want to just uh, search online for Nexus, you know, Scrum Guide, you can find it very easily. Uh, and it is quite a small PDF. Uh, basically, I went through the whole thing in this podcast. But uh, yeah, I mean, it gets updated every couple years. Um, sometimes we take things out, you know, to make it less prescriptive. Sometimes we add things in. Um, as the Scrum Guide improves, so might the Nexus guide. So I would just say that periodically you might want to check back with that. 
but also once you get to the page on Nexus, there's information about the workshops, um, there's information about case studies, uh, there's, a, there's a book that's out that just came out a few months ago on the Nexus framework for scaling Scrum and it, it explains and got some more case studies in here and some examples, um, especially around how the Nexus integration team operates. Cool. And the book came out by Pearson. Yeah, and it was, it was written by uh, the people at Scrum.org. So Kurt Bittner, Patricia Kong, and Dave West. Yeah, forward by Ken Schwaber. Right. And uh, those of us who helped with the Nexus framework, we had uh, edits on this as well. This is the end of the Nexus series with Richard Hundhausen. It all started back in episode 30 and continued through 31, 32, 33, and 34. Go visit the Agile Thoughts archive to track down those other episodes. Are you interested in learning the fundamentals of scaling Scrum across your enterprise? Are you doing Scrum but unsure how to be effective when product development requires many teams. The business novel, Agile Grande, will teach you these skills through dramatic storytelling. The following concepts are covered. Scaling Scrum, Systems Thinking, Organizational Design, Systems Modeling, and how to develop a transformation plan for you and your organization. You can get a pre-release copy of Agile Grande for free at leanpub.com. The link is in the show notes. In the Agile Thoughts show archive, you will see a series of episodes done with Boss Vodi, one of the founders of the Less Scaling Framework. Next episode, we get the other founder, which is Craig Larman, and he'll be talking about a bit of Agile and a bit of controversy that came up among the Agile Manifesto creators. Now, a historical point that not very many people know is the following, that because most of the people at the group were self-employed consultants, they had the following thought. If we vote for the word adaptive, Jim's going to get all the business. <laughs> and the reason why the word agile got a few more votes than the word adaptive is out of the selfish desire by all the coaches that Jim wouldn't get all the business. And that's how we got to where we are today. Uh, and it could have easily been the case that your meetup group was called Adaptive Seattle or whatever instead of Agile Adaptive.